Good morning, church. Um, I was thinking about the topic today, and um, I was prompted or impressed by talk about health. That maybe it was a different concept in regards to health. But before we open God's word, I'm going to ask uh, uh, God for the Holy Spirit again because I need it. You know, to honestly, <laughs> I cannot do anything without the Holy Spirit. We cannot do anything. So I'm going to. Just bow your heads and I'm going to kneel and I'm just going to ask God for his spirit again one more time. Dear Heavenly Father, your son Jesus Christ promised the Holy Spirit. And and the Holy Spirit is our greatest need. Not just now when I'm going to um, talk, but every part of our life we want to surrender to you. To every part of our life would be controlled by your sweet spirit. So people would know that we are with you, and your kingdom may come sooner. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Ah. So after we read Psalm 1, 1 to 3, and thank you, Christian, for reading it, let's uh, read Matthew seven sixteen to 20. You will know them by their fruits. Do men gather Grapes from thorn brushes or figs from thistles? Even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but bad tree bears bad fruit. Good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits, you will know them. So when we are talking about health, um, I want to use an analogy that um, that kind of helps us to understand health, and that analogy would be a tree. So um, let's see, what do we notice first when we see a tree? What do we notice? Pardon me? Branches, yeah. We, we, we notice the shape of the tree, right? If you look at that pine tree, we can see, you know, we can see the, um, the leaves that are needles, we can see, you know, um, we had just an apple tree bearing season over. You know, we had some apple trees. We had some pear trees. You can see, you can notice the fruits, right? Um, you can see what's above the ground, right? And we can identify easy the tree. What kind of tree is that? And what can we notice in regards to fruits? We can, we just read it. So we can notice if the fruits is good or bad. And um, and um, um, that's what we are going to a little bit um, discover why trees trees have bad fruits and how our, our fruits can um, can relate to our physical health. So in our analogy, let's um, uh, compare or or consider. The trees, I mean, uh, the fruits and the leaves to our symptoms, right? If we um, have uh, good fruits, let's consider that uh, that we are healthy, we are, um, we have strength, we have vigor, we have happiness. But what if we have uh, bad fruits? What are the bad symptoms of our of our health? You know, when we are losing our health, right? You know, we have pain. We have uh, we cough sometimes. We are itching. We have fever. We have symptoms 
that are obvious, obvious for a doctor, obvious for our, our loved ones, obvious for a nurse, or obvious for anybody. It's like just like as you see a, a bad fruit or a bad leaves of a tree. Now, when you are looking at um, and see bad fruits on the branches, how can we make um, the tree look better? Yeah, we can we can pluck the bad fruits, right? We can we can throw away the uh, bad fruit, but can we do anything with the cause that caused that bad fruit to grow? Hmm? Yeah, further, yeah, we, we will get there. We will get there. But right now, you know, we can, we can, um, pluck the bad fruits and we can pluck the, um, our bad, um, leaves. But really, we don't, maybe the tree looks better, but we don't do anything to the cause, right? Um, now, our health care in U.S., it's really focused on symptom management. And I'm not saying that symptom management is a bad thing because uh, sometimes you need pain medication. You know, you break your leg and you pain. But let's say you have pain in your back. And you go to the doctor and the doctor had maybe five, ten minutes to look at you and said, you know, okay, I'm going to give you some Tylenol or ibuprofen. You know, you can take it. You know, you go home. You, you know, everything is okay. The pain is still there. Okay, it's not as bad as it was, but it's still there. So you go to another doctor, you know, now you get some um, opioids in that uh, painkiller and, you know, your uh, pain is better, but it's still there. Now the third doctor will say, okay, I'm going to take a look at it. And you can see that there is a big knife in your back. <laughs> so, so really, really um, symptom management can cause, uh, that, then cure the cause? No. You have to find what's the causes. And this is what we try to we try to do it again. Symptom management is important. There are areas of our life when you know, you know, we we need uh, pain medication. We need some um, symptom management to you know you get surgery. You need something to take away. But again, so we are seeing this tree. I mean, these fruits on the tree, and you see that it's um, it's it's not the healthiest. Um, but where are those? Are those fruits are just hanging out in midair? What are they supported by? The branches, yes, yes, yes. And in an analogy, let's consider that the branches are symbolizing our behaviors. Um, good behaviors leads to good, um, you know, fruits, good, good, good um, um, symptoms. Bad behaviors are leading to bad fruits, right? And uh, there is a huge trend now. Uh, you know, including lifestyle medicine that are trying to teach us how to have good behaviors, right? What are the good behaviors? You know, what are the behaviors that we do? We eating, we are eating, we are, we are breathing, we are sleeping, we are doing good things, um, in regards to have, um, um health, right? Okay. And, um, and, uh, we do things in order to bear uh, fruit. Now, what are the branches are supported by? The trunk, yes, exactly, the trunk. And let's consider that the trunk represents our needs. But what determines our needs? 
What neither can we change our needs? What determines um, our needs is who we are, right? We are human beings. We need different. We have different needs than, let's say, uh, grass needs or, or 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 other God creation. And God gave us these needs, and it's unchangeable. We cannot decide that. Okay, I don't need oxygen anymore. I need carbon monoxide. It's not going to help. It's not going to work. You know, you can try it, but it's not going to help. So God gave us certain needs when we created us. And um, I remember one of my patients, a uh, uh, couple, couple weeks ago, he thought that he is a pregnant seahorse. That's, that's what he thought. You know, he, he went to, he was a homeless guy. I'm working in a psychiatry. So, <laughs> so I'm a psych nurse, so that's why I know these stories. And, and sometimes you won't believe it, but, but, you know, he thought that he's a pregnant seahorse. He went into a, um, abandoned house. He found some motor oil. He poured on his body all over. And he threw some shimmering stuff on him. So, because he thought that he's a pregnant seahorse. You know, the police picked him up, and he ended up in our hospital. But the point is, we are not pregnant seahorses. We are not fishes. We are human beings, and we have different needs that uh, fish has, fish does, right? And uh, God created us with this kind of needs. Like, um, even before sin, um, Adam and Eve had to get to the, uh, you know, we had the tree of life uh, to maintain uh, his health. He had, you know, all the fruits. Um, Adam, you know, had need of uh, the um, companion, you know, the helpmate to him. So if our actions and behavior matches our needs, then we have good fruit, right? If we think that we, 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 we need something else, um, then uh, we have problems. So how about the trunk? What supports the trunk? The roots, yes. It's really important to know that our roots are really important, and this is where we are getting the fertilizer, but we are getting there. The roots uh, represent our beliefs. And uh, these things are underground. We don't see it as easier as we see the fruits and the leaves, or the trunk, or the branches. And because if it's under the ground, we sometimes, you're confused. We think that we believe in something, but actually our behavior doesn't show that. How many of you, including me, we know what to do, and we don't do it? You know, I think, <laughs> how many of we know what we shouldn't do, and we still do it? You know, so there is a gap between what we know, what we thing that we believe and what we really do because every belief and uh, our prophet told us that everybody um, how does she say it everybody acts out 100% of his or her faith you know so what we have knowledge of it's not necessary means that we believe in that according to true religion right uh, we may know things that what we should do, but really, do we believe? Do we really 100% believe in that? You know, uh, just for an um, example, in the Garden of Eden, um, Satan 
introduced a need to Eve. That was his trick, right? You know, he said, well, Eve, you are not as smart as you could be. You need that, that, that knowledge that this fruit represents. You need something else that God gave you. And Eve believed it, right? So Eve fell into that. So sometimes I believe can be um, tricked by Satan. And, and, and it's, or another story, actually, it's more, much more close. A couple of years ago, probably you heard about um, crisis, water crisis in Flint, Michigan. Yeah, what happened was that a pediatrician uh, noticed that um, um, her children got sick. And not just uh, her children, but also the parents as well. And in the same time, and she was a pretty good pediatrician, and, and she did some research, and in the same time when these um, sicknesses were noted, um, the water supply for a city uh, changed its sources uh, from the previous sources to the Flint River. But the Flint River was so bad that uh, what they're saying, that it, it glowed, it was glowing during the night at green. You know, because Ford and all the other companies, they just dumped all the waste into that river. So even though people believed in the right thing, in the right way, that we need water, but the source was bad. So it's really important to know our sources in order to have health. So um, what? how can you treat or, or, or make the roots better, sir? Fertilize, yeah, yeah. We have to, we have to uh, have right sources in order to have um, health. You know, as uh, we know that um, water is important, but if we have a bad water, even though we believe it's good, it's not. Or, or uh, let's say um, you have a false belief that you uh, think that more alkaline your um, blood is the better. Is it uh, you have a law, you know, what uh, alkaline rate in your abroad, but if you go, I mean, what's the uh, normal, um, as, uh, how you say that, acidity of the water, of the blood, but if you go outside of it, you can get sick, right? So you can have certain beliefs in regards to your health, but um, if it's not supporting your um, need that God created, if your uh, behavior is not matches with your need, then you won't have any good fruit. So we have to kind of know that. Now let's talk about um, what are the sources that we need in this life. So we need food, right? What else we need? Water? Oxygen? Yes? So these things that are coming from inside or coming from outside? If he has to come outside. Now what about love? Do we need love? Are you sure? Do we need love? Okay. Okay. Now how are we getting inside? So if it's, if it's coming from outside, you know, let's say food, how are we taking it in? We're eating, right? How are we taking in uh, oxygen? Breathing, right? How are we taking in love? If it's outside of us, how are we taking it? 
what part of our body that we are heart, yeah, but but you know, uh, heart is a pump, uh, you know, uh, biologically, but heart represents our mind, right? Right. So with our thinking, right? So our healthy thinking and contemplating on love can bring love into our life. Now, so is love essential? Can we live without love? I remember that in, um, I think it was the Middle Ages, or maybe uh, when, um, I think it was in in, um, Prussia, where they wanted to raise kids who knows history. See, I forgot uh, the details, but I just uh, jumped into my mind. They tried to raise kids, boys, in order to, um, in a way, um, without any love, any affection. So they thought that um, these boys will be the excellent soldiers. No fear, nothing. They can really fight against the enemy. And so they um, denied all the affection, all the love, since they were born. Now, I think, if I remember correctly, none of them le- uh, lived through the first birth year or second, something like that. I would say they died, all of them. So we need affection and we, we need love. And God created us uh, this way. So the question is that um, can Satan trick us with the sources, where to get love. Yeah. So who is the real source of love? God. Now, can God love us through other people? Yes, that's true. However, we have to remember that the true love is coming from God. And, uh, and, and that is just as essential for our life than... A food or oxygen or water. Now, um, latest science uh, and researches are, are showing that, let's say cancer, um, every stage of the cancer, when it metastasizes, when it's growing in the first place, has something to do with our neural system. You know, every part, every cell, has connection because every cell needs, uh, um, you know, chemical material, raw materials, and uh, um, needs oxygen. I, I need, need many things that also needs uh, some direction, right? And it's coming from our neurovascular bundle. Those are, are uh, in health. Um, they understand. So they, they got this, this, this neurological uh, direction to tell them the, all the cells how to work, and also they need the supplement. And they're saying that um, um, in cancer, everything has to do, every part of the, every stages of the cancer growing has to do something, some shape and form with our uh, neurology, so to speak. And um, um, it has to do how you're thinking. And there is an interesting quote that I, I just took a screenshot when I, heard this concept and want to um, share it with you. And, and, and the interesting thing that we talked about, the spirit of prophecy, that this knowledge was given to us 100 years ago. But, but, but listen listen uh, the prophet's words, if I can find my pictures here. 
Yeah. The mind controls the whole man. Yet many spend all their lives without becoming intelligent in regards to the casket, which is a body, that contains this treasure. All the physical organs are the servants of the mind. And the nerves are the messengers that transit its order to every part of the body, guiding the motions of the living machinery. It was written um, in 1897, Special Testimonies of Education, page 33. I mean, what a wonderful God we have that he gave us this information 100 years ago. So everything comes to the place, back to the place where, are, where we are um, experiencing love, experiencing God's love, which is our mind. And, and, and that's why is it so essential to submerge ourselves in God's love so our mind would be healthy. Because really our mind is the one that gives us most amount of um, health. Uh, Dr. Neil Nedley, the Weimar Institute um, director, says that 95% all of our illness are, can trace back to our mind, our unhealthy mind. Let's say you have a cardiovascular issues. Well, you have it because you have a lifestyle issues. You know, I mean, you won't have any clogged uh, arteries if you won't eat all the fat foods, right? You won't have that um, plaques if you would uh, exercise more. Now, why don't you do that? Why do you go to Kentucky Fried Chicken then uh, uh, more than you go to a health food store? Because your mind is not um, not um, uh, working properly. Let's say you have um, um, COPD. Um, you know uh, why everybody actually who has a history of uh, smoking as this um, um, COPD diagnosis because smoking causes you all those inflammation, all those uh, um, breathing problems. And and why do you smoke? It's a disease of your mind. Um, you cannot name any diseases other than infection, but, but your body is so... Um, so wonderfully made that even infection can be um, dealt with, you, with your own body. You know, you know, I don't want to get into all those, um, you know, um, white blood cells and all the other stuff. But the thing is, your body made so beautifully and wonderfully that you can handle even infections and, and other issues easier if your mind is right. Now, um, he said that uh, maybe, you know, if you have accidents or other genetically, uh, you know, caused uh, diseases, but those are so rare. But the everyday issue, including cancer to um, heart attacks, you know, can be traced back some kind of dysfunction of your mind because you just did not pick the right thing. That's why I asked earlier, do you know what to do? Are, you, are we doing what we know? And, 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 and um, the point what I would like to make is that if your mind is healthy, if you know that who you are, 
and you are a child of the a king of the universe who loved you so much that he died for you that should give us enough peace enough assurance that all the worry all the stress that this life throws at you would be handled much better because all this stress all these worries all these um you know problems with world is going to be like nothing. Egypt says that in heaven we won't even able to recall. It will be hard to recall all this negative stuff. And we live here, you know, 70, 80, 90 years. And what is compared to eternity? It's, it's nothing. Nothing. We are, we worry about, you know, our cars, our houses, our, our career, our education, or whatnot. What it is compared to the fact that Jesus loves us? What is this compared to the fact that he not just loves us, he, he gave his lives for us. And, and he gave us our example how to live. How to live. This is why we are Adventists, you know. I talked about education, you know, Sabbath school. Unfortunately, our education system is, is not the best. You know, we go to the public school and we go to our school, some of our, our schools, and there is not much difference. But, but what an education that we, each of us, can give to the world when they look at us. Look at our health. Are we healthy? Are we glorifying our Father with our body, our mortal body? And I'm, I'm not, not trying to be hypocrite. I have diabetes, but it's a different type of It's not type 1 type, it's a different one. But the thing is, we all have issues, but... Um, Shouldn't we strive to get the optimal health that uh, that can also glorify God? Amen. And that's that's why um, health message is the right arm of the three angels' message. Because when the world sees us and sees that okay, uh, we follow God in everything, when we um, surrender everything. Not just accepting God, but surrendering to Him everything, then we can really truly glorify God. And um, in order to do that, I think and I believe that uh, God provided to us everything. Everything. That's why um, the crowning gift for Advent, for uh, God's people, is the Holy Spirit. We cannot do it on our own. You know, we have this gap between our knowledge and our, 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 our actions. And only by the power of the Holy Spirit, we can, we can close that gap. We can do what really God wants us to do. So my prayer is that we would glorify God with a healthy body. We would live out 100% what we had been um, taught. And there is a huge, also it's in um, uh, Sabbath school we talked about it. We don't have to go to um, cracked cisterns and, and empty water sources. We have, we have been blessed by the spirit of prophecy in regards to everything in our life, including health. We don't have to go to, to New Age and, um, and, and, and other authors. I mean... I don't think that the lifetime would be 
not enough to read really thoroughly the Bible and the spirit of prophecy. So we have enough reading material. So um, let's be content with it. So my, my prayer is this, that we would we would have true reformation in every part of our life, even especially or even in our health, in regards to our health, in our uh, behaviors, in our beliefs, so we can really hasten um, Jesus' uh, return. In Jesus' precious name, amen.